0: Welcome back to Retail Therapy on the Sunday Scaries feed. My name's Will DeFries. in the studio with me today. My loyal co-host, Barrett Dudley. Barrett, it's been too
1: long. How you doing? Yeah, it feels good to be back. Um, and uh, you know, we 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 kind of punted on last week. It's just it's been a little rough go of things, but I'm not sure I feel any better today. The allergies are kicking my ass. Um, I, you know, I think I read that Austin is like the worst city in the entire world for allergies. I I'm, believe it feels I'm like a like hundred I'm like 99% positive that I read that somewhere, but I'm I'm going with it. I mean it just, it's year it's year-round. So it's it's just it's never not bad. It's just like sometimes like like right now, it's way, way worse. It's cool though. It's it's so
0: nice living in a city where when it's not too hot to go outside, the allergies are just absolutely yeah, uh-huh, crushing. Uh-huh, yeah. They're just crushing.
1: No, I was it's funny that you that you mentioned that because I was literally, I was like in the kitchen last night, you know, dealing with a bunch of, you know, I'm sneezing all over the place, feeling the congestion, and that, and pretty much exactly that crossed my mind, except for it crossed my mind in the most retail therapy way imaginable, which was, I thought to myself, it really sucks that when I can, like, get, like, the best fits off, mm-hmm. I don't feel that good. Mm-hmm. Just for, like, the three-month stretch, just, I like, i do not, not wipe, I don't want to wipe my sniffles on my cashmere exactly. sweater, like, like, I'm it's not, not what I want? hundo pee, and, um, and, and yet I look... I, you know I, I just look layered up and, and and glamorous and it's like it's not the way I feel on the inside uh, and and that is unfortunate but I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: you don't a- feel layered up and glamorous <laughs> inside
1: <laughs> hopefully uh,
0: hopefully it calms down though or I, I don't know like, yeah we we apologize for missing last week but neither of us felt great and I, I do think there's truth to you saying that I think both of us might feel worse today than we did before but no ifs ands or buts. We're getting this episode done today. Yeah, we got to get this pot
1: off. <laughs> I actually, I do think I feel a little bit better than I felt last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I I got to enjoy some nearly perfect LA weather uh, this past weekend. Uh, now that I know what uh, early November feels like in mm-hmm. LA, this might have to become something that
1: is a, a regular trip in the rotation because yeah, it just
0: yeah. felt, it was amazing.
1: Well you know, I'm pretty sure if uh if you and I go on a trip to Southern California together and then talk about it on the podcast, everything we do spend uh it, you know or or take on that's that's what's called a write-off that's expense so you know that's uh I think just something to consider.
0: I think there's a case to be made that uh when we do our wish list at the end of the episode that we should be able to have a certain amount of money that we get to, a slush fund if you will for the wish list. <laughs> I, I think it would be justified that we get to at least get like one thing off our wish list at the end of the year.
1: You know, I, I, I'll say this, um, a, apparently like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but like on all, all the peer to peer, uh, payment platforms, Venmo, mm-hmm. PayPal, whatever. Um, like if, if you have certain credit cards, you are now getting charged like a cash advance fee. Oh, cool. So, uh, if you use your credit card and, um, for all of that type of stuff, if you have like a business account on PayPal, Uh, if you sell things on eBay, all of these platforms are now going to send you like a 1099 miscellaneous for, for income that you've made. If it's over like 600 bucks, something really, really low. Very cool. Um, and since everything that I sell on there is out of my personal wardrobe and almost uniformly sold at a loss, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't flip a whole lot of things every, you know, something here and there. Um, I'm pretty sure that just means I get to write off every single piece of clothing I buy now. You should. Yeah. Yeah. You should be able to. So that's if, how it works. If, if we have any tax accountants listening out there, um, please chime in. You can DM us directly and just confirm that that is that's something I can do. Thank
0: Once you. that confirmation comes through, <laughs> I will be uh, I will be adopting this strategy. <laughs> I've just been a little lazy on the selling stuff front. Like I got the, I have these I have these wave runners that I have worn exactly two times in my life. Mm-hmm, and, and I told mm-hmm. Sally a few weeks ago, I said, I think I'm, I think I'm going to wear these wave runners more this fall. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out I'm not going to anymore. Well, Kanye went all, yeah, you know, he yeah, did uh, like, the whole ins- <laughs>
1: anti-Semitism thing. And,
0: it's like and, I, I, now, but now I can't even go around and flip these sneakers because I'm like, I, I'm not going to be able to stomach whatever I sell them for for less.
1: I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I heard that maybe price of the Yeezy was going up.
0: <sighs> these after, don't even
1: fit well. After Adidas, um, you know, cut ties. Because you, th- you can't get them anymore because like, they people know that they'll never make them again, right, yeah, I don't know whether that's true or not i haven't I haven't done the research it'll but, eventually um, be true, but probably eventually' it'll, it'll, yeah. like he's gonna put out like a
0: he's gonna put out a record that no one wants to admit that they loved, and then like suddenly his shoe price is just going to go off the
1: charts yeah I, I mean that's that's definitely possible, but this is i feel far like it's well the whole Kanye thing like it's a lot harder to overcome than say the time that travis scott killed a bunch of kids at his concert and then he just like kept releasing fire ass nikes and we were all like yeah it's fine We're yeah over.
0: no one no one talks about the 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 astro world stuff anyway. yeah no no
1: it's i it's, don't think it's uh, over it's kinda, it you can let some ago. you can let some kids die at your concert but you God. you can't you can't get all racist with it you know what i mean like, dude that got that got
0: switched under the dog real quick <laughs> real quick <laughs> Yeah, people don't really talk about that. He anymore. got
1: shelved for like a solid six months, but that that's the type of thing that you can overcome. This whole Kanye thing, I'm not sure that this is overcome. Yeah,
0: I anymore. I'm just kind of I'm kind of just ignoring everything. Uh I think I think I actually might have muted him. Yeah. I would say that I, I I would say that uh he was already suspended from all these things, but I'm pretty sure every time I hear that he gets suspended from something, he's still on there. His account has never disappeared. Right. You can still look at all the posts that got him in trouble. Or you could, but he's an archive boy. Yeah. I've seen a, I've been I've been seeing a lot of people lately operating with the archive button on Instagram. A lot of people ha- only have like six to nine photos on their grid, okay, and they're just operating solely from stories and just doing like a recency thing on the grid.
1: It, yeah,
0: this is something that I kind of th- like pitched to Sally that I do mm-hmm. uh, like over a year ago, and now that I'm seeing it in play, I'm kind of like into it. Okay. I think it'd make me more free with what I'd post.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, are, is that something you're going to go for? No. No. No.
0: I'm too lazy. I'm too lazy uh, on my personal Instagram at this point. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing too much work uh, like on the Scary's account, like retail therapy, stuff like that. Yeah.
1: That like the personal just fallen by the wayside. Plus, if you, de- if you delete all of your like your, your big back catalog, mm-hmm. then you never have the opportunity for somebody to accidentally double tap something from sure. like 2016. That's true. Thereby knowing that they were um creeping and scrolling all the way back.
0: That's a so good there, there, that's a good call.
1: Yeah, you know there's you've got that like that's just a net that's that's trolling out there. I don't even just think wa- like I'd get creeped cat, out you know, if someone did something. that to me at this point. No, I'd, I'd, I'd feel like, so flattered if right. that
0: just came through. Uh, yeah.
1: That's totally.
0: A, but really only if it yeah. Like if if an old friend of mine just was like clearly creeping me, I'd be like, dude, thank you so much." <laughs>
1: Just running back in the archives, yeah. just you know, reminiscing to themselves. Just be like, "Hey, you, you miss do, me?" Does this? Do you think this has something to do? Also, like, it, it this feels like it might go hand in hand. I was listening to the new um, Drake Twenty One Savage album, mm-hmm. which is just like millennial. I haven't dipped in, in yet. injected into my veins. Rap um, and uh, Twenty One talks about how he like only texts on vanish mode now. Wow, That's, I don't send anything on vanish mode, but I heard that line and I was like. I gotta start sending stuff in vanish mode. I don't even
0: know how it works. I always accidentally swipe up and do it, and I'm like, "What's going on? Like, do I look sketchy by accidentally doing you vanish def- mode right definitely, now?" Definitely,
1: but like, you know, that's how you that that's
0: that's such an unnecessary flex. That sounds like something that's gonna be from the,
1: uh, when the worried... perfectly imperfect newsletter. <laughs> like, oh yeah, what's cool these days? Vanish vanish mode. mode. No, I, it does actually, but uh, you know, we, we I, that's what 21's doing. So he he might be setting the trend there.
0: No, actually, let's just dive. Let's just dive right into our first topic here because the something something I want to talk about is is related to this. But before we do, uh, please make sure to go follow retail therapy on Instagram at retail.pod. We're doing absolute numbers. Numbers, Barrett. Uh, also, you can watch all of these episodes on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Sunday Scaries Podcast. Go subscribe there. Go watch. And listener companions will be dropping on willdefreeze.substack.com. Uh, after every single episode. So if you need some links to the things that we talk about, if you want to read some articles that we reference, everything will be right there for you. And if it's not, just hit us up. We're, we're nice guys. We'll respond to your Instagram DM most of the time if it's a, if it's a big concern. If you're asking me like, what the shoes were that we talked about, like, you just might need to use a Google machine every once in a while. But we try to be efficient with it. Our first thing that we're talking about today is an article that I read in the New York Times recently in their uh, Scene City Section yeah. apparently that's a thing under the style thing. It's called "What the Cool Kids Are Super Into." And the second I read that headline, I thought, "Well, we're going to talk about this." It says, "Perfectly Imperfect," a cult newsletter for downtown tastemakers held a raucous party in Brooklyn.
1: Now, when you first read this headline, "What the Cool Kids Are Super Into," yeah, y- your initial reaction was, "Oh my god, Club Cool!" Even though it hasn't put out a mm-hmm. podcast in three months, mm-hmm. has officially blown up. The New York Times is reporting on it because the Cool Kids—that's what the—that's what—that's what the Club Cool listeners, yes. Yeah, that's what we called. I was excited. I
0: was like, man, they must have been in like in Austin, like just hanging out, and they just um, started just interviewing everybody. No, but
1: but uh, but for real, the, I it, this is funny because I I don't know how how anybody ever felt about the name Club Cool or how I ever felt about it to be completely honest. Um, but this 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 quote here, though, what the quote unquote cool kids are super into, like that's literally like that is the it the name Club Cool was a tongue in cheek kind of jab yeah. at this whole concept of. Anybody just like thinking or labeling themselves as you know like self ascribed cool kids. See, I mean, I think of, I think
0: of that as the same thing as calling like like oh she's an it girl. Uh huh. But like, I want to start referring to ourselves as it boys, it just boys? so that people are like, oh yeah, he's an it boy.
1: Yeah. Like but that, but then they're going to be like, that's like there's the whole you know subculture of people that are super into Stephen King's novel. Yeah, I don't want about that. a scary clown called Pennywise. That would be but, devastating, but, uh, you know. <laughs> they that they already call themselves the It Boys. They do, yeah, yeah. Fuck.
0: Yeah, we can't have a meetup where everyone shows up wearing, like, clown makeup because I think it's, like, a, a clown thing because that would that would rattle me a little bit. Yeah. That's
1: actually yeah. my worst nightmare. Just, like, a like a festival that's, like, the It Boys and the uh, the Insane Clown. What are they called? The Insane Clown Posse? Mm-hmm, What's mm-hmm. It, it? Juggalos? What, Juggalos, yeah. yeah. Juggalo, Juggalos and It Boys. Like,
0: we think we're going to have a <laughs> bunch of dudes showing up wearing, like, ALD, Ding, and Noah, and then, like, a bunch of people show up just rocking, like, clown clothes. that would uh-huh. be devastated. Yeah, that... <laughs> Well, Perfectly Imperfect is a a Substack newsletter, which, to be honest, I think that what the cool kids are super into these days is Substack newsletters. You're right. You're right. Like, every single person has one. You've got one. I started reviewing Perfectly Imperfect, and, like, their newsletter is incredibly engaging. Okay. Uh, Some of my favorite content that I'm reading these days is this, mainly because that content finds you if you have the Substack app. This is not an ad for Substack. But, like, you just get an alert on the app that, oh, blah, 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 put out a new post. And it's, like, the easiest thing mm, in the world to just do it. Okay. I, it's not like those New York Times notifications where you just get so many that you don't even read them anymore. Yeah. Like, these are so few and far between that I'm, I'm into it. And so what they did was they asked a bunch of people at this party uh, what they are into these days. And I was very – I was getting a lot of uh, – oh so I guess to set the scene, the Perfectly Imperfect newsletter just interviews people and they say what's cool or what they're into, what they're digging lately, whatever. Okay. They talked to uh Harrison Patrick Smith 26 an indie pop prince per him he's so cool that he's not even into Taylor Swift's new album he's he's still just listening to August on yeah.
1: repeat I, to be fair he does say that he that he likes the song Karma which i think uh notably both you and i have as like a top 3 song off the album it's my number 1 okay i love it um and and so just you know just you know just saying we're we're right there we're right there with uh with Harrison Patrick Smith age 26 but um but yeah but he's mo- but right now what he's really feeling is the is the you know the deep cut august I over
0: listened to the entire uh folklore album so mm-hmm. august is officially on my rotation for a little bit until I get nostalgic for like pandemic times again okay on hell prost Half of Frost Children, the hyperpop band with Lulu
1: Pro, like just I've been, I've, I've been really into hyperpop lately. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah
0: hyperpop's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of a wave that I've enjoyed being on lately. Like, I want to read all of this in Stefan voice, but I just don't feel like committing to a bit that hard. The, the, like this? I can't believe they actually allow this. She's uh, he or she? I don't know. They're into wardrobing. Uh, said that they're buying clothes from the Dover Street Market for special occasions and shoes, and then just returning them. They let you do it too.
1: Okay, uh, the, uh, Angel <laughs> slash hell. That it they not true, Dover Street Market is not letting any <laughs> schmuck off the street walk in and be like, Hey, I've got a big birthday dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. splurging on nobu mm-hmm. and uh and i I would really like to take home like a couple of Kiko Kostadinov pieces and then bring them back tomorrow. So just let me take this thirty five hundred dollar bomb thirty five hundred dollar bomber jacket and these like massive baggy cargo pants." And I promise I will not stain them or spill on them. And I will bring them (laughs) back in perfect condition on Monday. No, they're not letting you do this. Maybe for Angel Pros 24, half of Frost Children, because she's like on stage and 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 yeah. promoting product and like all that but like no they do not let you wardrobe they don't let anybody just come in there and wardrobe no like and the idea the idea that you could just walk into somewhere in New
0: York City and do this like I just don't see that going over well. As someone who used to work in retail this would have pissed me off so much. The extra work that you have to go through as a retail employee in order to make like make it seem like nothing ever happened if uh-huh. someone did this it's just not <laughs> something you feel like doing. I don't want to ring you up knowing that you're just going to return it and then I don't want to put tags back on it, inspect
1: we, it for damage after your your night out. The the shoots thing is one thing. And I, I, I can say, like, when I worked at by George Austin's local high-end mm-hmm. um boutique, like there there were a say sele- a select group of stylists that we would let come in and do this type of thing. That makes stuff sense. For shoots. For we would shoots.
0: we would offer like if people were doing photo shoots around their home, like we would allow certain people to come in and, and take certain things out just to make it look good and then mm-hmm. get credit for whatever. But like yeah, I, if if I'm trying to go get like a sushi dinner off, like you said, like and and I, I'm not just gonna walk. I feel guilty as the consumer doing
1: that. So okay, this actually does lead me to another question though, um, and and I don't want to put you on the spot, so you don't have to answer anything, and 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 kind of we've already exposed in, that We're not cool kids, in explicit so. in explicit terms. Uh, but have you ever done anything like? Have you ever like? Have you ever kind of tricked a retailer a little bit? Not return something that you've worn. I think everybody has probably done some, you know, kind of semblance of that. Even if you, you know, you wear yeah. something one time, maybe you have it on for an hour. You're like, I didn't. It didn't really work out. You take it back. Sure, it's whatever. But what about like you get something on sale from one place, the size is wrong. You order the other size from another place, and then you return the size that didn't work out.
0: I have never done anything
1: <laughs> like that. I, I'm too never, lazy. I've certainly never done anything like that either. But I'm too lazy to return pretty much anything in the first place. I think people are doing a lot of this wardrobing on the side. Probably. Probably. Like that type of little like. I did once um, buy an overpriced shirt. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: I loved it. I woke up the next day after going to a widespread panic concert and I had like just an all time bad hangover. And I was like, I'm just going to (laughs) lounge in this new shirt all day and love it. And then as the day went on I started to feel worse and worse about how much the shirt cost. And so finally <laughs> I I took it back to where I bought it. And I'm sure it still smelled like me, but it was a place that accepts a lot of returns, so I was like I'm not too worried about it. Um I felt guilty about simply doing that. Yeah. I lounged in yeah. it for like 6 hours watching the Masters and and I just afterwards I was like I can't keep this shirt. It's out of my price range.
1: Real quick, I want to come back to Tyler Bainbridge, the newsletter's 27-year-old founder. This is a quote from him as we we make our way through what everybody's into here. (laughs) I don't want to seem full of myself or anything, but Perfectly Imperfect will probably be the most sprawling cultural document of who and what was cool during the time we're in right now. He also... He also... I don't... I've not read this newsletter. I've heard the name, but I'm not familiar with it. You say the content is good and engaging, so I... I believe you, but well, my I se- God, that's an obnoxious I, quote. I,
0: I said, um, maybe I did say that, and I don't know if I can hang my hat on it. But what I can say is that the content that they have on Perfectly Imperfect is content that is interesting to me because I can make fun of it in my own head okay. and laugh at certain things that probably shouldn't be laughed at. He also went on to say when he, they asked him what he was into, he just said Chloe Cherry from Euphoria. <laughs> He said, Chloe is a friend of a friend who knew her before she kind of exploded. Like, I'm sorry. That's, that's kind of simpy being like, oh, I'm a, right now I'm obsessed with my famous friend of a friend. <laughs> like, I hope she sees this, Tyler. I hope she sees this. Uh, yeah. I could, yeah. I could pretty much guarantee that after the last, what, uh, 10 minutes of, of this, that I don't think we're going to get the nod to get interviewed for Perfectly Imperfect. No. I but mean, I- Natalie Miano, 27, is really into Third Eye Blind right now.
1: Okay. Same. I will, this, this, we, I, this is the last one that they, this is the last one, right? Natalie Milan. Yeah. Natalie Miano. Same Natalie. And I, I, sometimes I feel like I do, I do honestly think I will vouch for this. I do feel like third eye blind has like a niche cultural cachet that is very, very like some people. It's, I, I don't, I'm not going to call them polarizing, but you're either like pretty meh on third eye blind mm-hmm. or you fucking love third eye Blind, mm-hmm. And I definitely fall into the latter camp that this is this is an aside but very relative before or after all Texas football games depending on the kickoff time if it's an evening game it's before if it's an early game it's after they have this thing called Longhorn City Limits which is a free concert series that yes. they do out on the lawn um right Right next to the stadium, basically. And they've been crushing the guests, the artists. I know. I haven't been this year, but it sounds like um, every guest has been I, good. So I went and saw Nelly a few weeks back. How did that go? And it was amazing. Like, <laughs> a, like you know, I, I'm, I'm sitting up here almost 36 years old. I can tell you that I got about 40 feet from the stage, 30 feet maybe, and was just like screaming grills and Air Force Ones at the that top sounds of my so lungs. Nice, sounds and great. it was amazing. And, and that's what all the uh, mid-30s surrounding me were also doing. I didn't think they could top Nelly, and they just announced last week that before the uh, the the UT game versus TCU this Saturday at six thirty p.m. College Game Day coming back by the way, the the LCL the Longhorn City Limits Act third eye blunt. I like, mean, I'm go- like I'm going, like I'm 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 you know I'm going to be there. Yeah
0: yeah i it's kind of shaping up I, I think i'm gonna make it to this game
1: like this is this is amazing like this is amazing but somebody uh... somebody
0: sold me on this last night i i had a I have a dinner reservation at a restaurant that's hard to get a dinner reservation at in austin texas right now
1: if it's not abba i don't care cancel it's,
0: it. it it's it's con
1: oh okay no you're yeah that's
0: that is a tough one it's a late one how late after 9
1: p.m Oof, yeah
0: yeesh um and I'm thinking about canceling it to go to the the game. And part of the reason that I was uh, considering this is because someone said to me last night, "Will, it's going to be a cold weather game. It is. Imagine what you can it wear." Is. And yeah, I was like, yeah. "You know what? It's sad that sad that the reason I want to go to this game is so I can wear comfy clothes outside."
1: Put a pin in that because when we get to wish list, that's that top that exact topic is going to come up. Oh, again. perfect, perfect. <laughs> well, to put a little
0: bow on top of this, like it's just it's just great. Like, there's a big question for me. Uh, one, I think that these type of newsletters, especially ones where you can utilize your friends for free content in order to monetize your life. Like, I think we're going to see a lot more of this. I've actually thought of doing this on the Substack, like just having a friend write out like 10 things they enjoy lately or it, like how they, what they've been doing on their Sundays, like panic room essentials, things like that. And like, I honestly think it's a decent idea.
1: Uh, I, I'm a, i am I love lists. Mm -hmm. I like everyone does. And I, right. And I like, and I like reading stuff like, you know, GQ will interview a famous person. It's their 10 essentials. Right. And so that's an iteration of, of that basically. And like you, you know, you said that that's what you said is that the content was engaging. And I, I totally agree. It's fun to that type of content. It's always interesting to hear what other people are into right now, Mm -hmm. especially if you, if if somebody else is vouching that they like good things, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm so that yeah, that, getting that, that endorsement that is um that, that that's definitely a, a, a compelling kind of bit you know um even though it, it, just saying good scooterman 25 he said that he was into weather reports i, uh, well, I don't know what, are we, what you, are we doing here what are we doing here mark I,
0: hunter said one dollar slices <laughs> I'm, I'm into the indie sleeves revival unsweetened iced tea
1: from mcdonald's riding city bikes wet cupping and one dollar slices of pizza Yeah, I think Goots here, he just he tried to make he he tried to make weather forecasts really indie. So he he said, as a meteorologist in training, I think weather forecasting is cool because it's largely universal while at the same time hyper local. Yeah, but their weekly weather reports are fascinating and strange. You're placing something so specific, but it's not there yet. And I, I think. I, it's not that deep, bro. It's not resonating <laughs> with me.
0: Not resonating with me. I, I prefer just to look at my phone and see if it's raining or not outside, and see if it's going to in, in the near future, and then I don't think about it anymore. Like, unless you're getting these hand delivered by, like, written out by some like person with a a quill pen, like, I, you, you can't be this obsessed with weather reports.
1: Yeah, but um, but it does make me think. We we talked about this a few weeks ago. I think that that you know, when we did, like, when we looked at lists of uh, who who was the Instagram account that. That put out... Um, I don't remember. The, their in list and out list. I forget. We, needed, we need to do something before the end of the year. We need to put out like a, just a list of, we absolutely what, of what we're into. No, we're you and into. I
0: need to... like. I, th- I think we're actually overdue. Yeah. I think you and I need to sit down and come <laughs> up with like our very perfectly imperfect list of cool things that we're into. Yeah. I mean, Can I tell you the most recent person that they had on Perfectly imperfect newsletter? Please do. Anna Delvey. <laughs> That's some pull. <laughs> that, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. if anyone's wondering she's currently into uh lucy and lunch delivery uh i think because i, I think because she's on house arrest <laughs> which is funny um first dibs the pairs review her lawyers shout out to her lawyers like what are we doing here that's a good bit that she said f- food delivery from this like whatever it is good for her yeah barrett there's something that i've been seeing a lot of content surrounding lately and I think it's mm-hmm. something that we've actually talked about before on this show, but it's something that I think that there's a big separation with. And this is beanies, not beanie babies. I do still have some uh, Princess Diana's. If anyone out there is trying to, to trying to buy them off me, <laughs> but I don't know if you can afford them with yeah, the price I have that's on there. sure true. true. Um, but my timeline, especially re- as of late, because we are in that time of year, has just been a lot of beanie content. Mm. I'm not getting. I'm not getting marketed beanies. I'm not getting like told I need beanies, I'm just seeing beanies freaking everywhere. And this all culminated when I was reading a New Yorker article uh, that we have included called, I'm a tiny beanie, and this is my modern life. The first question I'm gonna have for you, Barrett, is where do you stand on the tiny beanie?
1: Yeah, okay, so I see the tiny beanie out there, and I, I understand its appeal. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 you know, certain type of guy, right facial features, cool sunglasses, like, 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 I get it. Like, it looks cool. Um, It's not for me. I, what, What I, because I don't, I don't personally find beanies all that comfortable mm-hmm. necessarily. Okay. Okay. And when you do the tiny beanie thing, where you're not covering your ears, you're wearing it more like a ball cap, as in it's just like a piece of headwear that you are not really intending to take off your head. Correct. And a beanie for me is always more about function. So, now I like the way they look. I you know I, I buy way too many beanies, honestly, because like living in Austin, Texas, you really need like two max. Um, max. And uh, and uh, but yeah. So th- so th- that's kind of where where I'm at with it. Now sometimes what I do is like I'll take my normal beanie. And if I'm not going to take it all the way off, I just kind of like pull it up a little bit off my head, so that, that it's not that's covering my That's what I'm more ears. likely to do. But the 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 fact of the you know the tiny beanie, the Watchman's cap that is like glued on top of your head, but still somehow doesn't cover your ears, it's it's not for me.
0: What I've found, what I've found is that the comfort level of people down here, and by down here, I don't mean in, just in Texas. I mean you know
1: down in warm
0: warm weather states. Yeah. Uh there's a resistance to beanies that I never experienced until I moved down here. And I think that's probably because obviously they're they're not as utilitarian down here. Um I I don't own a tiny beanie. I don't hate the look. I don't but I in saying that I don't understand why some people hate the look so much. It's a very polarizing look for some people. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I actually I'm the opposite of you. I think it's actually more comfortable to wear a beanie, kind of like pull, like no matter what kind of beanie it is. Actually, I think it's more comfortable for me to wear a beanie that is a baseball cap for some reason. <laughs> okay. and I, I don't really have an explanation for that. It might just be because of you know enduring a lot of winters and spending a lot of winters with a hat on.
1: Yeah. Um. There are some really uh, yeah, really I think, good tips. Just build different. You you've got that Michigan blood. I've mm-hmm. got that Texas
0: blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think like yeah. You're literally just like. We're riding different waves in this respect. Exactly. I'm sorry. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, This guy wrote a an article. His name is Tyler Wadamanook. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> November 1st, 2022. And it was titled, I'm a tiny beanie and this is my modern life. And he goes in and he says, he almost uh, adds just not only us, but just retail therapy listeners in general uh, on a couple of these. Um, you know, it says, I, I, spend much of my year live, uh, I spend much of my year waiting in a drawer. It gives me a lot of time to think. You see, my busy season starts with the fall and doesn't end until spring. And at any moment now, my human will pull me out, place me on top of my head, and wear me every single day. And as somebody who has an, uh, an area in their closet that's just stacks of beanies, there's going to be a time for pretty much every time in my life that i grab one of these beanies where i think about that opening paragraph and i'm like yep this thing's just been chilling here <laughs> ever since i had fritz i've been assigning emotions to inanimate objects like i did when i was a little kid uh-huh. i've been like positioning his stuffed animals in a certain way like making sure his shoes are like all organized so they don't feel out of out of uh whatever but like the way that he talks about um Sometimes after a particularly long day, I confide in my colleagues in the drawer back home. Yeah, double knee pants and chore jacket. (laughs) Do they struggle with imposter syndrome too? My human has a computer job in a fancy office, so why does he insist on wearing or dressing like a rugged tradesman? Uh, There was also a tweet put out today by Derek Guy of I forget the name of the publication that he works for, uh, who's a fashion Twitter guy. And he's, he put out something about how all the podcasters are dressing like farmers. And I think that's a valid criticism. Yeah. I'm not dressed particularly farmer, farmer today, but there are days when I, I skew farmer.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, Derek is a great Twitter follow. And um, honestly, I'd, I'd, I'd love to get him on the podcast. He, uh, he's been volume shooting on Twitter recently, which has been hit or miss for me he and i
0: have some differing opinions on things and i feel bad saying this because like he's he is a really good follow and uh he knows his stuff but yes. he and i are riding different waves and some of the things that we've ridden different waves on in terms of his timeline are things that like are non-negotiable for me i'm not going to bring up any right now because i don't think they're worth bringing up but some, some of the takes that he has i'm sitting there and i'm like. Ooh, I don't, I don't like this one bit. <laughs> like he, he's good at, he's good at social media and that like, he brings out some anger in me sometimes where I was I'm just, like, I was what's say, your problem? Like,
1: he, he's, that's probably a good thing that you know, he's got strong takes. You got to have an opinion. You got to have a voice out, out there to, to, to stand out from the crowd. I also
0: think sometimes he tweets something and I'm like, fuck, I wish I would have tweeted that yep. first. Like that, that is such a good use of that photo.
1: But, um, so on this farmer one, like, I, I don't know if I totally get that. Like what, what is dressing like a farmer look like? That's like, isn't that like overall? and like a plaid shirt and like a beat up straw hat or something don't you have a plaid shirt i do have a plaid <laughs> shirt on right now my shirt is actually more, far, more... <laughs> this shirt is actually maybe one of the more hair is all bleached from being in the sun all day <laughs> <laughs> this shirt is a little is maybe a little farmy i, I will give you that no but it's like... not i don't i wouldn't consider this to be farmy but like does he is he is he referring to western wear is he referring to like like blue collar, like workwear type stuff. You know what I mean? Like I just don't. I'm yeah. not sure. Farmer is the best description. No, like, I would say tradesman. I, I just tradesman. When generally. I think of a farmer, I think of like Farmer Fran from Waterboy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. So I,
0: I don't know. Well, it says Double Knee's father was an actual carpenter's pant. Constantly dragged and scuffed around until patchwork was needed. His brothers, once worn by a plumber, one by a roofer, point out his lack of wear and tear and call him fancy pants when he visits his home. <laughs> Double Knee knows that he was lucky to avoid such rugged life, but he sometimes wishes he had a hard-earned rip or two. I kind of identify with that, just on a human basis. Yeah,
1: totally, totally. It
0: just feels so soft.
1: I mean, th- this whole—I I think this this column is written so brilliantly. Um, it's just very—it's very funny, but it 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 riffs on like a couple of very modern topics. One, I think, which started with millennials and kind of will, will, will certainly trickle down into, to Gen Z as well, but just like the, and, and, and they meme this too, right. I think that like, you know, your grandfather like fought in world war two and you're like ordering an oat mo, matcha latte from era mm-hmm. right. Like mm-hmm. just like the, the dichotomy, the, the drastic differences between what previous generations did and what they cared about and what they had to work on and like what were, dealing with and complaining about and, and doing on a daily basis so it 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 plays into that you know the 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 mirror there
0: yeah it sounds like from what i know about my grandpa i never met any of my grandparents because i i was just born simply too late yeah um but it sounds like they just partied a lot <laughs> From from what my parents tell me, it's like, oh yeah, they were just partying, it sounds like.
1: Um But so. then the, the, the other thing that, that it does, and like I've actually had a conversation with this with uh with with an online friend, uh what's up, Neil? But um this idea that like almost everything that you do fashion wise is like some form of cosplay. Mm-hmm. So whether you're like wearing the plaid shirt and like, well, that's like a farmer's shirt, or you're wearing the double knee pants and it's like, well, that's for workwear. That's for like real carpenters and people doing work or you wearing boots and it's like well no that's that's actually for a real cowboy or you're wearing like you know an M65 uh four pocket jacket it's like that's for a real soldier that's mm-hmm. a military jacket mm-hmm. right so it's like mm-hmm. everything that you wear or do with with regards to like fashion at this point is pulled from something that was essentially like functional and for a job at one point exactly
0: yeah so exactly it's,
1: so it's 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 um but but all that to to say like yes we there there's uh you know I'm sure you've heard the phrase like blue collar stolen valor with all the carhartt and double knees and mm-hmm. and uh and and all that type of stuff so it it just it captures in a very very this article captures in a very creative way some of these concepts i mean um, i've
0: been appropriating carhartt for as long as i can remember i yeah. remember in 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 early high school before i could even drive i remember i i had, I had acquired a Carhartt sweatshirt from somebody that was like the most comfortable sweatshirt I'd ever worn, and I thought to myself, like, I'm probably going to be uh, appropriating Carhartt for the rest of my life. It's just, <laughs> it's a high quality brand, and now that I, I actually own zero work in progress pieces, and I've traditionally in my life never owned one. I've never had one, even though I've, I've liked some. I've even put some on my wish list here, but yeah, I, I've always been, I've always been a, a Carhartt uh, workwear appropriator. That's just who I am. That's what yeah. I do.
1: Well, well, uh, tiny beanie's father. Teases him um, <laughs> because he's only ever worn on the tippy top of his human's head. Yeah, I mean that's a tough look. You don't even cover his ears. He says it is an insult to the family name. I kind of want a tiny beanie, if I'm being honest. I honestly, you you the beard the beard yeah, the helps beard, tie it together at
0: one hundred percent. You it, are it gives it gives lobster fishermen
1: yeah. Yeah, you have far more of the, uh, the look for tiny beanie. I think I can pull I it can. off. And yeah.
0: I, to be honest, I think I have the confidence to pull it off because I think I feel comfortable in a beanie, a because, beanie.
1: Of, because of
0: skiing and stuff like that. Like, it makes it a lot easier for me to feel confident going in when I've done it my entire life. And so I could, I could see myself getting a tiny beanie. Maybe Christmas time I'll get a tiny beanie and take it for a spin.
1: Do I regret finding my place in this world atop a Cortado drinking dude who hangs skateboard decks on his walls as art? (laughs) Hello. It's me. Not at all. He and I are simply doing our best. Even if our fathers and forefathers might not understand this modern lifestyle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that that paragraph alone is biting when it comes to my life. Have you, biting. Have you hung a skateboard deck up yet? Uh, I've gotten approval from my wife, too. Okay. Uh, I have just simply not found any decks that I like enough to do. Okay. Right. And the ones that I did find were like $800 a piece. So I decided to yeah. get it. That was
1: the Hermes skateboard decks? No, it's
0: not those ones. They're, I don't even know what they were, but I was like, ah, I kind of want to do this. And I got approval.
1: Uh, I never did it, though.
0: Uh, I can confirm that my, my drink order of choice lately at coffee shops has been a Cortado, though. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm scum.
1: I like a Cortado. Uh, here's my problem with a
0: Cortado. Uh, it's over in two sips. How fast does it get lukewarm, though? That's why I love it. <laughs> That's why I love it. I can't do the too hot a coffee. I need, it to go, I need it to go room temp yeah, quick. Yeah, okay, that... I, no, I, but you're right.
1: But that's you know that's I feel like that's one of the reasons why I always used to like like cappuccinos. Mm-hmm. But now it's like I just don't feel like I get the bang for my buck. Like this yeah. t- this five dollar drink's gonna be gone in forty five seconds once it reaches r- <laughs> once it reaches room temperature in in a couple of minutes. I mean, um, I try
0: at this point to not even think about buying coffee in public. If I can, if I can only drink coffee at home, that's what I will do. Why, why is that? Because I just think it's overpriced. Oh, okay. And most of the time, like the places that I would go to aren't places that I'm like. Site to go get coffee from there places that i go to often where i'm like eh, do i do i need to tip this person on the ipad for yeah. making the same coffee drink that I, or a similar coffee drink to what i was gonna make eh, i'm not really that into that right now
1: yeah yeah i feel you I um, mean, shout out
0: to cafes though
1: love cafes love <laughs> coffee shops i love paying i love overpaying for coffee it's just a thing i like to do i think i just need to get back into the game i've yeah.
0: just been i have a, ever since the pandemic i haven't i've pretty much refused to buy coffee out in public okay that's just who i am now can we talk about a good friend of the podcast? Sure. Or as our good friends at Men and Blazers call them GFOPS? Uh, you're pretty much besties with uh, with uh, Harry Styles ever since he he entered the Austin equation. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got a Gucci collection. Uh, I'm not a noted Gucci boy. Like it's just not something I really care about in general, but I I do like some high-end stuff and I do like when there's uh celebrity collaborations on certain things. Mm-hmm. But what I really like the most is just really the main photos that Harry's doing in uh in 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 this this drop right here. His his double-breasted blazer with the biggest lapels. He's doing something that I wish all men could do at this point, which is carry a handbag. Mm. And uh, he's got the neckerchief just absolutely
1: working. <laughs> I'm just I'm just into it. Yeah, uh, he is. Look, Harry also just has like a, a he's got a perfect frame for all this designer stuff. Yeah, he's not too tall, but he's kind of lanky. Yeah. And it all just like all the flowy Gucci stuff thought the, over the, 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 the wider leg kind of flare suit trousers and the big DB jackets like it all just it, it just drapes on him. Like if anybody epitomizes the term drape. It's Harry Styles and Gucci. You're right? not wrong. That's that that's always what, what stands out to me. Like but the, um the big
0: shoulders, like I'm just jealous. I'm just jealous. Barrett, I really want I really wish that this was more acceptable in my life right now. Or not not more acceptable. I wish it was just more um welcome to my life that i wouldn't get roasted by the squad i really just want a high quality leather handbag that i can just carry my shit around in <laughs> it's really annoying that like i can't do this in life right now because i'll get made i can't even wear my my denim shirt into the office without people making fun of me for looking like i do pottery
1: is that right yeah 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 <laughs> not just by producer randy not just by produ- producer randy that that's uh that's a damn shame yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna scold the squad for that they sh- you should
0: there's a couple people you might need to talk to about this yeah. denim shirt. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Okay. Shout out
0: Ayr though.
1: Just question though on the on Harry Styles Gucci collection. Yes. What what's Harry Styles about it? Nothing. Absolutely right. nothing. Like, it, like that, that, he looks good in it. He, I, here's where I'm here's where I'm coming from. I, I can't afford a Gucci. I'm not regularly shopping Gucci. Correct. Um, anything like that. But if I were, I'm not sure that I would like. This would just be more Gucci that I was interested in. Like you already would own in order for you to buy
0: something that was Harry Styles Gucci, you would already have to be so brand loyal to Gucci that you would
1: already have a lot. Is that what you're saying? uh, I'm saying that the the addition of Harry Styles name on these Gucci clothes is not pushing me over any type of 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 edge. If I'm already a Gucci shopper, I'm like, oh, hey, more of the Gucci that I like. Does that make does that make sense? I think it makes a lot of sense. Because it is to just, the
0: point where I think that if I was a Gucci person and I already like bought Gucci, I don't think that wearing something that is celebrity branded from Gucci is a draw for me. If anything, I think I w- it would be a deterrent for me if
1: I could afford something like that. Put another I'll put it another way. At this point, most of Gucci is Harry Styles Gucci. I mean, I, I, He's the muse. He's the yeah he's I was the gonna muse, say, right? Like, like he is the mo- he's in all the campaigns, he's the forefront. He's like besties with Alessandro Michelle. Like right. So it just, I don't know. That that's the Maybe he got some input, right? Like maybe he got to like sit down in the design room and they like picked the fabrics together and all that type of stuff, which I guess is cool. But to your point, if, if I'm, you know, if I'm just like securing the bag left and right and waltzing around, dropping, dropping retail prices on Gucci, this might, it might actually be a deterrent. Like, I I don't know the Harry Styles Gucci. Like it says the inspiration behind
0: the collection is to expand the vision of fashion and relax the rigidity. I would have said rigidness, but that's just... The, no, that's no, rigid, just,
1: no, I'm not sure rigidness is a word. I don't think it is.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying it should be. I'm just saying I think I would have been gun-shy on, on what they used uh, of the masculine gender expression, which, you know, I think it could probably could probably use... I, like, if I would rather, if I had to make a choice one way or the other, I'd rather dress, like, in this more, like, kind of relaxed, like, gender-bender kind of mm-hmm. way than doing, like, the bespoke, like tailored suit italian like all like all of that kind of vibe does that make sense that was yeah. that was explained in a horrible way
1: no i no. Th- this is like it, it's uh it's in pretty uh sharp contrast to like what we think of as like traditional menswear mm-hmm. su- suiting and tailoring which it's just more fun especially though. for us the when when we came up was like during this era where everything was like extremely tailored and slim and and uh and and purposeful and sharp and and uh and and all of that and and what Gucci has been doing for the last several years but especially with with Harry at the the helm of a lot of the campaigns is like this like ultra flowy like oversized drapey wide-legged like like just very louche um you know look and it, it it's just yeah it's fun it's a lot it's a lot of fun do you have any celebrities who you would just love to see a collection from at this point do i have any celebrities that i would love to see yeah, I've been so. Uh, I have a new favorite celebrity. Um, there there was a a Netflix travel show that came out in 2020, mm-hmm. starring my guy Zach Efron, mm-hmm. and he was clearly sponsored by uh, by Ruka. Oh, okay. He just wore nothing but Ruka. Yeah, and I just kept waiting for like the Zac Efron Ruka collab to drop. I would have loved that. You know, love that. Like a bunch of like flat brim trucker hats and like very tight t shirts and uh, and like kind of like. Skinny Ruka joggers. I was, I was just, I was waiting for. for There's that
0: some job. people out there right now who don't even know what brand you're talking about,
1: because <laughs>
0: because they did what I did for 20 years or however long. And RBCA. RBCA. Well, yeah, yeah, the first time someone told me it was Ruka, I was like, man, that's not intuitive at all. <laughs> um, I haven't, I have a new fl- Oh, by the way, on, uh, speaking of, let's F around for a second.
1: Let's. Mind yeah, if please, we, like, around we a F around for a second. Yeah. Uh around?
0: Yeah. I watched on the way to L.A. on my flight. I downloaded a movie. At the request of my mother, starring Zac Efron, The Greatest Beer Run Ever. Okay. Have you watched this movie? I'm not. No. no. You have to watch this movie. Because
1: it's so good or because it's so bad?
0: (laughs) Because it is. I don't want to say it's so good in the grand scheme of things. It is so surprisingly good. Okay. That you're like. Oh, man. I'm really glad I just sat down
1: and it, watched this who's movie. Who's his co-star in that? I don't know. Is it, I thought it, it's like Hugh Jackman or something, right?
0: Oh, uh, Russell Crowe's in it. Russell Crowe. Uh, that, Bill Murray's in it. Is. Okay. Um, playing the least Bill Murray character I've ever seen played. Like, right. he it's just a very different demeanor from him and different kind of thing. Very well done movie. Yeah. For starring Zac Efron and having the name The Greatest Beer Run Ever. Very touching movie. This is very
1: available. It's on like Netflix or something, Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus. Okay.
0: Yep. Um, But I do want to announce uh, that I reluctantly have a new favorite celebrity. I'm a little late to the game as she became very popular uh, a while back. But the more content that I've taken in from her specifically and not the media, the more that I've completely bought in.
1: You've been doing your own research on her?
0: I've been doing my own research. Yeah. Julia Fox. (laughs)
1: <laughs> she is the most
0: unintentionally funny person I've ever seen in my entire life and I don't even think it's unintentionally funny. I think she knows that she's this like I think she knows exactly what she's doing at all times and now I just want to see like the random shit she pulls out. Like th- she pretty much wore like a bikini and chaps to the CFDA's last night and I was mm-hmm. like she's just she's just out here being wild. Yeah. She's a, an absolute unhinged wild girl and I love it.
1: Uh the the <laughs> That just made me think of the, the beanie column again, where he talks about, uh, how chore jacket, like any great artist has a trust fund. (laughs) (laughs) Like, because like, uh, because if you, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on this, but it's like, it, it, it's kind of like well-known in like the New York art scene. Lena Dunham, for example, is one of these people Mm -hmm. who's like a, she's a trust fund kid whose parents are like well-to-do artists who are also trust fund people. Yeah. So it's like, there, like, if you, to be a, th- there are of course, exceptions to the rule, but it's kind of like a, a like, a, it, it feels like a kind of like well-known, um, uh, just a, it's a, just a well-known thing that like, if you're a New York artist, if you just get to like waltz around the streets of New York looking shabby chic all the time and like painting in your you know 400 square foot in your loft and yeah uh you know studio that mm-hmm. you have that's exclusively for your art and your sculptures like you're extreme you're already super super rich that's how you got to be an artist yeah this is fair. that's why you get to be an artist mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um is that okay the reason that i thought about that is because does julia fox have like a like is she one of these people is she like a how, where, where did she come from? I don't, I don't know. Who was she? I, I before, didn't know so, before
0: Kanye dated her. I, well, she she like she she was dating Josh Safty, who, who she she was the muse. Okay. For the viral clip, <laughs> Uncle Johns, and I don't know. I think she's just always kind of been this relevant person, in not. But I say always as if it's been for like decades. Like I think she's just become this relevant person in the right. art world who might like date some people. I don't really know like what her special talents are, other than being hilarious on TikTok, like it's just hilarious to me to see her like just kind of rattle people's cages by being this eccentric socialite who dates people and, uh, is just kind of funny. Like she's, she's the most recent guest on M Rada's new podcast. And I'm probably going to listen to that.
1: I okay. Like they'd be funny to go. It, it's it, she is. It, it sounds like she is not one of these, uh, one of these trust fund artists that I was talking about, but she is, um, maybe from, yeah, she's born in Italy but she's just a model and actress and her breakout was in Uncut Gems the mm-hmm. Safdie brothers stuff. Okay,
0: she was in that, right? She was in yeah. Uncut. Gems. I didn't pay that, enough attention to Uncut Gems and if i that, honest. That's
1: that's where she that's where she broke out. It says the as the she's like the 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 affair. She's having yeah. an affair with.
0: with yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess I didn't realize that. But maybe she, I mean she's got like bleached eyebrows and like yeah. much different looks than she probably did then.
1: Uh so I'm I'm glad you brought up Emrata's podcast cuz it feels like we should just do a note on Emrata's podcast. I'm fine with that. Um how do we feel about every celebrity, model, actor, famous person doing a podcast now?
0: I don't want to discount anyone's voice in the world. I don't want to. Some people don't need a, a microphone in front of them. I'm probably one of those people. Um, I think Rada has more to say than a lot of other celebrities that are getting podcasts, whether you agree with it or not. I think she does have a point of view that is worthy of listening to. But there's other people out there that are super famous and have a lot of Instagram followers who have yeah. recently, you know, done a podcast like, you know, your Kim Kardashians where I'm like, you know, I I feel like we have enough media surrounding you. Like, we already you already have a show on Hulu. We already know what's going on in your world. Like, I don't know how much you can actually ch- like do by just adding a
1: podcast to your repertoire. Uh, I'm I'm with you. I think you know everybody should be should be able to start a podcast. Literally, everybody is able to start a podcast now. So no no shade at all the famous people that are doing that. And I think eventually, like you know, it, all these famous people can put together a pitch. They can bring on some advertisers, and they can launch a podcast that is immediately you know charting and, and successful and all that. I think eventually, like the good ones will. Will shake out and yeah. the cream will rise to the top, and a bunch of them won't have podcasts anymore because people stop listening to it and there aren't any more advertising dollars to be had, right? Because yeah. like the my my note on it is that I have listened to some famous people podcasts and they're bad. Some of them are bad. I don't even entertain them. Uh I don't think they care enough. I mo- think a lot of them don't care. Most notably, I listened to the I was very excited for this. The 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 uh the Jenna Fisher and um what's her what's her name angela something podcast that's like a rewatch like an office rewatch podcast i don't like these it is so bad.
0: I don't like these. I don't the reason I don't like these is because and I, I don't care what show it is. Like I, I've seen numerous shows and they recap the show that they did and I'm just like, you guys gotta move on. You gotta move on. Like you're creative <laughs> people, you're actors. Uh you 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 have other and like I know that you have creative bones in your body. You don't need to go back and just rehash the most
1: successful part of your career. I, I don't like the I think they can – again though, I think they can be hit or miss. Like I've I've seen clips on Instagram of the one that always the always sunny crew is doing yeah and that looks really good and funny because those people are really good and funny and if they had not created Always Sunny in Philadelphia probably would have ended up as podcasts probably would have had a fire podcast you know what I mean yeah that's a good point does Rob McElhenney and like and uh Charlie Day and Glenn Glenn Howerton like do those guys not seem like dudes that would have A wacky podcast. I mean, I'm just
0: glad that like the cast of Friends, like the like some of them have things going on. Yeah, they have. So they have not cashed in on this exactly. Like, I'm glad that like Jennifer Aniston is doing like the morning show and stuff like that. Because otherwise, I I don't, I don't want, I don't need that. I don't, I don't need to see that at the top of the rankings every day.
1: Um. Okay, but to 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 circle back to Emily Ratajkowski's podcast, I'm all for having a podcast. I was disappointed that in like the preview clip. They just like it's she's talking to Alex Cooper from Call Her Daddy, mm-hmm. and like they just had they had to include this in the promo clip Emily Radikowski talking about having morning sex. Like, you didn't have to go, you, you did not have to put her yeah. in the clip saying talking. Like, it just seemed it turned me off of it because it was yeah. such an obvious pander. I feel like that was I, a discussion. I, I like- don't care, I don't care that she. It, Great, talk about it on the podcast. Fine, I'm not saying don't talk about things, but to like use that clip as the one that they're like, "Ooh, no, they Emily got... Ratajkowski said morning sex." We have to. That's going to draw all the dudes in. Yeah, they're trying to get the they're trying to get the dude crowd. They're I, trying to get the, I, that. That I, I found that off putting, and like a, as somebody that obviously is like well known for essentially like standing up for herself and for women's rights, I I, I just kind of like wish she'd been like, Nah, don't put don't use that one. Yeah, yeah. Use I the get cli- it. use the clip where like I'm talking about. Uh, anything else
0: yeah and like uh, yeah like does that uh, make sense yeah she has more to say than just talking about like sex i mean i I know that sex is probably going to be a major part of her podcast just because there's so many nuances to it but like randy
1: cut a clip of will and i talking about morning sex let's just let's just get let's just reel in the listeners no i I watch soccer in the mornings
0: (laughs) that's what i do barrett i did something on the retail therapy pod the other day uh on retail.pod mm-hmm. on instagram and i asked our listeners if there, any vibes have shifted for them lately can i read you some of the responses uh, we've uh, gotten yeah
1: bless. yes uh this i'm is not gonna a, this name it any... this is our version of the perfectly imperfect oh kind of is right
0: kind of is it's our listener version yeah. uh one pr- i'm not gonna do any ads because i don't know if people intended to to have this read on the the episode so i'm not going to you know
1: Dox reveal anybody,
0: anybody. Yeah. um But going forward, now that I've done this, maybe if we do it in the future, just know that your name might get read. Someone said zip-up hoodies with random or niche logos on the come-up out of nowhere. Hmm. I don't like a zip-up hoodie. It's not for me. They bunch at my stomach and make me look like I have a stomach penis. Right, right. Not a good look for me.
1: Yeah, you got to throw a double zipper on that thing so you can unzip from the bottom a little bit. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's not good for me. They they are. I feel like they are potentially poised for a little comeback season. They they got they got they got beaten into the ground by like the Zuckerbergs of the world. Mm -hmm. It was like that's the thing, right? Associated with like nerdy tech. That was it. it Got super associated with like flip flops and oversized jeans for like the tech bro crowd.
0: I just when I picture someone in one, no matter I don't care who it is, I just feel like it makes them look a little like schlumpy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, which is the Zuckerberg. Like all things, they've gotten more cropped and a little boxier and now i think they might be poised for comebacks okay but
0: okay i could I get on i could get on board then yeah uh someone said heb changed the design of their reusable plastic bags something has definitely shifted uh, randy confirms wow randy confirms uh someone noted they got birkenstock boston's and have been workshopping their negroni spagliato
1: recipes mm. that's a re- that's a retail pod listener right there <laughs> yeah yeah we got you <laughs> we got you
0: uh let's see says someone's uh, I mean, this is a struggle for, that we've been having ready to start dressing for the fall just to have it be in the highs of 60s and 70s last week in Cleveland. Ooh, this is it's brutal down here right now. It's 80 today. Yeah, you don't need that. You don't need no, that I don't. shirt on I don't. right now. I don't. I didn't I even had to, pack. I had to, I had, I'm a podcaster. I had to look like a farmer. I know I, I, I regret not looking more farmery. Yeah, today. you should have looked
1: more farmery. Yeah.
0: <sighs> I mean, Yeah, there's people. Uh, someone said they need bear to coach them on wearing blundstones cuffed pants. Get them hemmed.
1: I mean, if you think your pants are too long, get them hemmed. Yeah, just go get them hemmed, dog. Uh, some yeah, uh, but let me. I'll I'll drop some some cuff notes. If you got a cuff, if you got a roll, more than twice, C- then you, then, then, you go a, the, then go to the seam. You definitely need a hem at that point. That's a good rule. Yeah. Put that in the Retail Therapy Ten Commandments. And then also, if you're, if you're, if you are cuffing, if you're finding yourself having to cuff denim with blundstones because your, your, your pants are too slim and they're doing like a weird stacking thing on top of blundstones, you need to start looking for something with like seven and a half inch minimum hem, hem opening. Okay. And really an eighth, an eight is better. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good intel. Yeah.
0: I don't even look at hem openings
1: very important, very
0: important measurement. Someone said what are our guys thoughts on vests, puffers and traditional fleece?
1: Dude, not uh shameless plug, but I grabbed one of the new like kind of like western styled, you know, it's got like the the western yoke, two tone yeah. uh round, it's called a rounder vest from Haller Brothers mm-hmm. and we we updated it for fall 22 and like I I'm obsessed with it. Like it's very it, it's way it's like I I threw that thing on and I was like this is the coolest vest I have. I lo- I love a vest. Very it that so that, that's just that's my plug for, for, for vests right now. But it's some people get down on vests. I, I will always love the utility of a what, vest. What I like what I like on vests right now. The and, and I talked about that engineer garments cover vest, yeah. which is not not really in the same world as like a fleece or, or puffer. But what I like, I threw on my my uh, I've got a, a Patagonia like cinchilla. You know the same thing that that they make the snaptees out of vest. Mm-hmm. I threw that on earlier, um, in the season, and like the neck was like up here, like up, up, like at my chin. Wait, uh, way too tall. I bought over a new the, vest this year. I'm, I'm over the tall neck.
0: I'm having the same issue. Yeah. I bought a new vest this year, and, and and the neck is just crushing my chin. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, I feel claustrophobic in it. I'm gonna have put to it, go back put it, to my old. Put time. it on my list of outs. Tall necks, <laughs> tall, tall necks on vests. Yeah, you're out. Out. Someone did say that they went to Italy for nine days, and they're now showing copious amounts of ankle. And we will close uh, with somebody saying, "Please discuss Banana Republic trying to be a luxury va- brand." Do you have any takes on that? I that kind of started happening under the radar for me, and then I went to their website today, and I was like, "Oh wow, things have changed."
1: They have. They went um, from
0: Gap to Ralph Lauren.
1: Yeah, they did. Uh, the website is here. I probably I think I have it pulled up because I was looking at some some things. Um. J- this is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a quick shot at J. Crew and Banana Republic here. Stop excluding the nice things from the promos. That's uh, yes, yes. I,
0: I have so many complaints about online retailers right now. If
1: it's co branded, that's one thing. Like, I don't expect all the the new Beams Plus uh, times oh, J. Crew it, stuff to be I'm like I'm sure inc- there are things in the contract included of when they on do the, the co branded in, stuff. included that you on can. the collaboration, but like, don't don't tempt me with the leather pants and like this beautiful suede jacket and then be like, oh, but when we run the 30% off promo, not this guy. Nope. Not this one. Nope. Not can't for ha- me. Can't have that. Because like I'm already too conditioned to only purchase your product with a big sale. And I'm and so there's like I'm not I'm not paying for this. I'm not paying full price for this. No. No matter how badly I want it or how reasonable the retail price may be. I've ever par- s- So, partially that's on me. But part but also it's on you. Like Get, get t- throw me a buck Give me 15, 20%. It not even have to be the 40. Anything. Um, okay. So I've recently we- gotten into like Drake's more. Yeah. The,
0: the British company, mainly because a- of ALD's collaboration. Right? And now right? they're, I'm just on their mailing list and now I just see stuff. They have like their USA site. As, as we all know, like the pound is not doing very well right no. now. So I'm trying to absolutely buy stuff on their site at a discount, but nope. Have to go to the USA site and, and pay, pay yeah. way more money, yeah. like an insane amount of money more. Yeah. I'm just over it.
1: Um, okay. So I, I, I like, look, there, there are things that I clearly have ha- I'm a tab boy. Everybody knows that about me. Banana Republic is making appearances in my tabs. That's huge for them. Um, the, the website is not, it looks good. I do not find it easy to use. I agree. I,
0: it's I, not a, it's not a, uh, it's not a website that I enjoyed scrolling when I first no, got on it. It, yeah, was, it. it was a lot.
1: It's just a little, it's just a little funky. Like I want to be able to like click, Like like, look, I can't click this. I want to click on that picture. I'm trying to click on this picture so that it pops up. And then I can like scroll through the pictures. It's not letting me do that. So I just have to scroll all the way down. But then once I'm here in these other pictures, guess what? I've got none of the information anymore.
0: But I feel like this is how like luxury brands that aren't luxury brands operate their websites. Like your Zara's.
1: Yeah. Like Zara
0: is like the most difficult website for me to figure out.
1: And then here on like, like you're going to be luxury. Okay. Well, then you're going to need to give me also, you don't want to give me any promo on this jacket. Well, I'm going to need. The actual measurements of the item instead of just like the length of a size medium. And I'm not talking about this bullshit body measurement chart that all these, that, that, that these brands give that doesn't
0: apply to I every mean, single like, item.
1: You gotta go to Mr. Porter essence style, like measure the product people and put it on the website.
0: Barrett as somebody who if you, used you want to have any to chance
1: measure, of me spending $600 on this jacket.
0: As somebody who used to have to measure the products worst fucking job in the world <laughs> like the w- it was my least favorite thing in the world to do i absolutely hated it it was so miserable to do i think everyone that everyone knew that i hated doing it so i think they finally just took it off my plate but mm-hmm. it was it was hands down my least favorite thing in the world yeah but i agree you need them on there especially if something costs 650 dollars. those are the listener vibe shifts let's close things out today let's do the wish list updates let's of do it. imminent cops you want me to, I'll, 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 i'm gonna start off today okay i've got two updates neither are wish list. Both. What do we call it? Not it, imminent cops. The, uh, j- j- where you've already bought it. Oh, I've already bought it. <laughs> I've already bought it. it. I, I was going to put it on my wish list, And then as I was literally, as I was doing it, I thought I'm just doing this. I'm talking about my tape. I bought some table lamps. Okay. Something I've been trying to do lately is allocate any money that I spend on, uh, random stuff. I've been trying to go much more home centric as opposed to clothing. Okay. I don't need more clothing at this point. If anything, I need to get rid of stuff. We went to a hotel in Italy called Le Serenus, which is a hotel hotel that has a bar that is called Aldo's. And when we were at Aldo's, um, we sat there and I looked at this tap light that was sitting on the table in front of us that was very – I don't have a better word than expensive feeling. It was very heavy. It was a very nice like brushed metal lamp. And I was like, I would love to have this because it was portable. You didn't need a plug for it. You could just tap the light, turn it on, do whatever. And it took me a really long time to find this lamp online. When I finally found it, I compared all the photos that I took of it at the
1: restaurant. And I, 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 I bought two of them. So, h- how did you go about tracking it down? What was your What was your Sherlock Holmes method? I just
0: Googled every different way of trying to figure out what a brushed metal tap light thing would be, and I felt like an idiot because when I just Googled tap light, it was one of like the first ten <laughs> results, and I was like, "Oh, I think they're very common at uh, certain hotels based on the website," but. Okay. I- I'm very happy about this because if there's one thing I hate, it's like overhead lighting, bright lamps. I hate having like too much light, and these are very moody lights and it felt very um satisfying to find something on vacation that I kind of fell in love with and finally be able to get it and now now, I hope every time I think of that light, I think of the cocktail that Sally and I had on on the
1: patio there. so where where these are these are table lamps, but they're they're hanging no you uh you charge them with the u s b cord
0: and then you can just go put, you can just bring them anywhere. And so I think we're going to keep them on our bedside table plugged in. And then if I ever want to go read on the couch or something, I can kind of just take it with me and just have a little light source.
1: Am I on the right? Oh, 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 I see now. I see now. Okay. I yes. thought that this, yeah. This you was... thought this was like huge? No. Yes. And also <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Okay. And I, 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 I couldn't not get them.
0: Um, but I also have another update Barrett. Yeah, yeah. I bought a pair of shoes that I had been looking at for a long time. Yeah. I put these on my uh, wish list. I guess it had to have been a few months ago. Yeah, you did. It was the Adidas yeah. fucking awesome experiment ones. Uh, they, I found a website, a skate shop that had a price break on them. The fact that they had them in stock, I was very happy about to see that they were on sale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is... Better. There's a small part of me that does think that I uh, might never get these shoes in the mail, <laughs> but, uh, I finally did it and I get to check them off my my list. And that is all I'm doing to my wish list this week. I'm okay. adding right. something that I already bought and I'm checking something off that I bought.
1: Nice. Um, love to hear that. Always, always nice to, to pull trick on stuff. And, um, you'll have, you will have to keep us updated on how the, I mean, now that you have these now it's like, it's like one of those things, right? You get new gym clothes. You feel like you're a little more obligated to go to the gym. So you're gonna have to let us know how the shredding goes in these. I've been shredding, right? a, decent been shredding a decent amount. I've been amount. feeling
0: good about it. I'm not taking very long rides or anything, but I'll get home from work, see that I got like ten minutes, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go take a little rip. And I've been, I've
1: been kind of enjoying it. I feel like you could put together a uh, a nice little reel of your of of uh, of some some skating videos. If even if they're just POV, you know, just Dude, like I'm so bad right carving now, carving turns, I'm just terrible. carving some turns.
0: I, it is crazy. Just I, I was watching uh, SLS, the Street League series, which is kind of like the. It's kind of the most digestible um, like competition. It's on YouTube. They got all the good skaters there. I've been watching a lot of that lately. And it's insane how much I can tell that my fashion sense is shifting in the skateboard direction. Mm-hmm. Like just the things that I like, I'm like, oh, I was just like this guy's wearing something. I'm like, oh, I just kind of was looking at something like that recently the other day. And like everything they've been wearing lately has been baggy. Which is obviously on trend, just in general. But it's like it's just perpetuating it for me. It's like, will you got to start wearing wider pants, my man? Mm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got I, anything on your list, Barrett? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm, I'll talk about a couple things as well here. Man, we're going long for a for an episode with no ads. But that's hey, just, we
0: we had we had we, a, we a long hiatus.
1: Yeah, we can we kind of owe it. Um, all right, so first one. This is my this is my actual wish list wish list ed- edition. Actually, no, I'm gonna switch this around. This is my imminent cop. Um, this is an imminent cop because I need this for Thanksgiving hosting duties. Okay. I've long been without an apron. Okay. And one has, has, has finally, I think come onto the scene and I'm like, okay, this is the one. And it's because part of it, the reason is that it's a brand that I respect and trust and which is engineered garments. And it's here on, on one of the shops that I know we like canoe club out of Boulder. Um, very, very simple. Black ripstop, and I was a little, I, I was a little uh, hesitant at first on this because I was like, "But it's got no pockets. It's got no external pockets." Ooh. And like, don't I want like a place to put like my meat thermometer or like drop a little something in it? Your cell phone, so your whatever it might be. But then, but then Laura told me she was like, "No, no pockets is better because pockets on an apron
0: food. they're just gonna
1: get filled with food and crumbs and Sweet. flour and and all and and grease and fat like not." Nah. Nothing is, is is better. Fuck, that's a good point. Yeah, and then you think about like the bear, right? I don't think there's any pockets on those blue aprons no. k- in the kitchen. No, that's a good call. So this is... I didn't see anyone dressed as the bear for Halloween this year. Wild. A layup of a costume yeah. too. Yeah, it's too bad. Um, So black cotton ripstop apron, engineer garments. I'm about to... I, I, I'm nearly positive that Canoe Club is about to start running Black Friday deals, so I'm just waiting for that uh and then and then this is a cop this is a cop because i'm gonna i'm gonna be I you're got, about to, you're about to go dumb on black friday season Now, just not i mean well you're gonna be in your bookmarks just just tooling around who's to say i will be doing that i will be doing that okay the second thing i told you to put a pin on this so i'm coming back to it this weekend is a prime time university of texas football game mm-hmm. as we've already mentioned it's suddenly like a big deal matchup TCU's ranked super high undefeated Texas back in the rankings, uh, could be a potential like, you know, big 12 championship on the line for Texas. If they win, they could still get there. And, uh, and I don't have any orange outerwear. I don't have any burn orange outerwear. Okay. So the last two weeks has been spent. I, I'm, I'm looking at the forecast. And I'm like, Oh shit. I got, this is, this is suddenly like a very big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big we, deal. We do, I, I cannot stress this, this enough. We don't get cold weather football games. No, it happens like once every other year, maybe. I don't know if I've ever. And been And then to if a we do get boy. one, it's like the throwaway at the end of the year against Kansas on Thanksgiving or some bullshit like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So this is very this is a very big deal. Um, so uh, over the course of of, of scrolling and shopping, uh, this is this is this is my wishlist edition because it's not what I ended up grabbing for the game. I grabbed something a, a little bit more functional and a lot less fun. But uh, we've talked about the brand corridor before. Yeah. And um this is just a 100% wool braided cardigan in a color that they're calling umber brown but that looks a lot like burnt orange to me. And I, it, this is it just is really really speaking to to where I want my fall vibes to go. I would I would be so happy if you I was at the game and you showed up and wearing this. He, so here's the thing. This is too nice for the game. Right? Like you're gonna get, like you're going to get some cores heavy on I don't want to get cores heavy on on this. Uh and The, the, the other thing that I just wanted to say about this is like when I started looking out, looking for burnt orange outerwear sweaters, it is all over the place right now. I believe it like this, like kind of like brownish orange, umber color is everywhere, like no matter what you want, sweaters, t-shirts, outerwear, jackets, corduroy, chore coats, like it is all over the damn place. So there, there's a whole plethora of options in this color. And I've always been, I've always had like a hesitancy to procuring burnt orange stuff that's like part of my just like actual wardrobe because it's my alma mater's color Does that, i, does I that understand me- that a little bit and so i don't want like sometimes i think it would be like it would be i've never known how to feel about just like having a burnt orange cardigan that i just wear because like i like the cardigan yeah but this is this is pushing me over the edge yeah i get it i
0: get it i i saw something and it's, it's in a place you mentioned earlier Uh, at by george in austin texas and i saw something that i've never seen recreated uh this was it had to have been two years ago i saw that they had an elder statesman ut sweater Mm -hmm. that with a longhorn on it yeah is that something that would be commissioned by the store itself or is that did they ever put
1: out a collegiate collection that that may have been commissioned by the store itself mm-hmm. they they have done nba stuff yes and i by, know that and, and by george used to have a couple of the san antonio spurs elder statesman cashmere sweat yeah i was in there um, looking
0: for gifts for I, I was just kind of like looking for a gift uh and trying to get ideas and i was at the the uh lamar location and i was like is that that's seriously a an Elder Statesman UT sweater? I can't believe they would make something like this just out of nowhere. Yeah. And I I've Googled it before to show Sally and I couldn't find any photos of it literally anywhere. And I, I was like, this must only exist there.
1: I bet it was a I bet it was a one of one that the store had commissioned basically makes yeah. sense i know Which they is... i know they
0: they work with they work with small retailers yeah. they mm-hmm. have so i i don't I, i'm not that surprised but i was just i was honestly if they actually made that i feel like they could find a market down here where they could sell a thousand of those one I, season
1: i mean i don't know about a thousand at a at a thousand dollar clip but uh but boy shouts to the west austinite that's just like you know tromping around in their plush ass living room wearing that thing because that I know. sounds that sounds nice i know pretty cozy <laughs> pretty cozy <laughs> well i think that's all she wrote this week barrett oh, i don't right, have anything man.
0: else i'm, yeah. I'm kind of gassed right now dude
1: we uh this was kind of like retail pods uh jordan flu game i know you know neither of us had the flu neither, we're being no, safe but, with our coworkers, workers we're not, taking precautions i think we both came into this pod feeling less than stellar yeah. And we just, we just churned one out, baby.
0: Yeah, I've annoyingly drank every single night uh, since uh, last Thursday. So to, I'm looking forward to a, a much-needed AFD today, an alcohol-free day. Mm. Very happy about this. Love it. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you guys later. Uh, as always, if you are a listener of this, please go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, you can find any link to anything in the description of this episode. Go make it happen. But we'll see you, we'll see you around. We'll see you around.